And the doctor said, rectum? No, it was a heart attack. <laughs> That's hilarious. Jesus, what is that? You said lo you locked it up. I did. Are those eyes? <laughs> Mad? What the hell is that? I don't, I don't know. It, it's like a possum and a raccoon had a baby. But it's so large. <laughs> the smell. What is that smell? Wait, wait a second. Hannah? Have you been here since August? <coughs> oh, who's there? I've uh, been playing World of Warcraft. Is it time to record? Are, are you okay? Yeah, I've just been raiding. Are you, are you guys okay? So, are we just not going to talk about the smell? Oh, oh Alex. Quibi has been found dead in Miami. Welcome to Three Hours Later. I'm Matt, joined with Alex. Hey. And Hannah. Hi. And so it's it's been a while. I don't even know what to do with my my mouth sounds. What do I do with my hands? Where do yeah. I put my hands at? Wait, have you guys not been recording? <laughs> what have I been doing then for the last three months? I didn't have the heart to tell you to stop sending me your uh, your wave files. But who else is going to get all my hot takes? I've been making a uh, uh, a voice uh, modulator so I can pretend to be you. So you're on a list. Oh man, checking it twice. Uh, so how you guys been? Been okay. So yeah, it's been a few months. I don't remember the count. Alex, it's been since August. It's been yeah, three months later and two weeks. And uh, it's it's December, the end of the terrible year that. Is terrible. It's I don't been a year. Else. It's I don't want to get too grim about it, but it's been it's been a year. Remember, Tiger it's not King? the end of it. That was the thing. Yeah, remember when Doom Eternal came out? Was that this year? We were so we were so simple. Yeah, that was this year. Yeah, that was the the first wow. week I took that, off because of of COVID. Oh, that's right. Animal Crossing yeah. was like, well, we'll help you get through this. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, literally the first week of like all hell breaking loose was Doom Eternal and Animal Crossing. And that was two weeks after we talked about like, boy, this is sure going to be a weird year with this <laughs> Corona thing that seems to be popping off. So young, so naive. It'll go away like magic. Oh, like 10 years ago. Yeah. But on, on, people, are, but instead, people are responsible. But you know, you know, it didn't go away like magic. It stayed like magic, the gathering. That won't die. Oh, God, it really won't. <laughs> but hey, we're... We're like limping through the finish line of this year, so we made it. And least. we've been busy. Uh, Hannah, you work retail, and you got to deal with that stuff. And it seems like it's, it's a nightmare. Seems like it's ever changing. Um, and we were. So I got to update I know, too I, I, with, I, I, with work. I don't. I, they were. They're already saying we're not gonna. The earliest we may be back is March thirty first of next year. So this is already hitting year to year of just working from home. Oh yeah, I've been approved to wear uh, jeans if I want till the end of the year. Uh, luckily, I've been able. I've been lucky enough to work from home for the most part. I do got to go to the office once a week, but that's it. But yeah, I was gonna say you're working from home. Are they like still like, hey, slacks, buddy? Yeah, I have only been wearing my uh, my finest sweats. Oh man, <laughs> I, I had to do interviews for for two new people, 
and it was it was professional up top and shorts you know on the bottom so yeah, the, uh, yeah, the, yeah, the, the human mullet human mullet yeah part part in the bottom but we're not here to talk about that we're all dealing with it let's you know we don't you know we know some people don't yeah. know but whatever <laughs> We're not going to change anything by, by dwelling on it any longer. But we're back, baby! Yeah! And we've done stuff, and I forgot most of it, so i got a few things <laughs> to talk about, but it <laughs> it's literally been three years. It has. It's felt like that. What are the odds that we just get, like, December 32nd this year, <laughs> and it just keeps going? Uh-oh. <laughs> you know that what's been one great thing, though, recently is I, I posted on our Facebook. is like, hey, if you guys miss us, Leave a comment, and we've had so many comments, and that really kind of energized me to like, man, we got to record. Let's record because I've missed recording our our podcast. I miss interacting, and it's been kind of sparse here and there. But that was a that was a nice kind of like spark to my day. Yeah, uh, yeah. At least we've been keeping each other updated with stuff since the 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 break that we t- took. Yeah, and I think a lot of it just came down to, I mean, I for me, I, I won't speak for you too, but for me, it was honestly just optimism of like, hey, you know, maybe we'll just take a couple months off and like things will be okay again. And then it turned out I hit a point where I went, I don't think things are going to be okay for a while, so we should just figure this out. Yeah. Oh, man. But anyway, Netflix has shows. <laughs> they do. And you know what? <laughs> I'll start off with a show that I watched, and it was a surprise hit. And I didn't mean to to watch this season. It was a trailer that really was captivating. It caught my attention. And thankfully, it caught a lot of people's attention. And I ended up mentioning it to my coworker. She she watched it, loved it, was uh, was Queen's Gambit. It, it was a great story. I mean, just one a young protege and becoming a, a chess champion is essentially the synopsis of it. But man, did they do, they really make do a good job of making like chess sexy? Because I almost went and got a uh, <laughs> ooh yeah yeah let, let me rub these pawns B two. <laughs> it's been a long time since I played chess, and I used to love uh, playing chess. It wasn't um you know something I I know all like different <laughs> types of people that are playing or moves or anything. But we we did play it, and it was fun. And I I I need to go buy one honestly, just based on. Like this show, it was just it was really captivating, really well done, really well directed and acted. As some people's critique was that the the main character's development was kind of flatlined um, throughout the show, but uh, I thought it was great. Honestly, if we do a, a top, you know, top of the year kind of episode, this would definitely be on the list for me. I keep thinking it's like about a boat, like Queen's Gambit sounds like the name of a boat or something. <laughs> it's going to be the name of my boat. <laughs> I, I've, I started the first episode and I really liked it, but I just don't have it in me to watch anything that's going to ask me to try right now. <laughs> like, I, I, it's, it's sad to admit that, but that's 100% what it comes down to is it looks so good. The first episode was really decent. And then I just went. I just I don't I don't have it in me to care this hard at the moment for somebody else. You know, I've been is like, like a that true, last is it a true weeks. story or something, or is it no, just like an original it's thing? Ca- it's it's an original. It's a limited series, so it's I think only like eight episodes, um, and I don't think there's gonna be a part two, but it's kind of inspired by a lot of these other uh, young proteges. I forget the main uh, sh- real life chess protege. He was um, kind of had some similarities, but no, totally fictional character. 
Yeah. It's kind of weird. I wonder um, before we stopped recording. I don't know if I mentioned it before on the on the previous episode that we did, but uh, John Leguizamo did a movie about chess, and it's based on like a true thing. And it it sounds like a um, what's the Edward James Olmos movie, Standing Deliver? No. Yeah. 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 It sounds like that, but chess. So I wonder if we're gonna get like just a run of just chess movies now. Yeah, I'm all for it, to be honest with you. I want to go back to sexy chess. What's your best uh, chess pickup line? I'll go first. Yo, girl. (laughs) You in for a good night? Because I can only move in the shape of an L. I just love the fact that you didn't even have a pause there. (laughs) What's your best line? I'll go first. I got one in the chamber. I want to give you an example. It just popped in my head and it's dumb and I needed to say it out loud. (laughs) Oh, man. You don't have to go. Let's move on. <laughs> oh, I didn't know you. Yeah, I didn't know you were actually waiting on us to go. Because I'm not going to. <laughs> that was you sound a, like a king. That was smoothest line. So I can keep do going we, with Netflix. Sorry, shows. I just got, do we, uh, yeah, yeah do we sorry. Keep yes, going please. with Alex. I got, I got super distracted by looking at Boba Fett's repainted armor. We'll talk about that later. Okay. Yeah, it was yeah. kind of jarring, but yeah. Um, the other, there's only, a, my, my list is only four pieces, so it'll be pretty short because I, I can't really, I really haven't watched too much TV. It's been a lot of TikTok, but I've watched Selena series. I had to. Top Selena. 10 TikTokers. Was that? Top 10 TikTokers. Is that what they called? Um, I, I don't know. TikTokers? TikTok verified accounts or non-verified? Uh, you could probably tic- like. TikToker videos. Yeah, oh. you could probably, uh. Make up names and I'll believe you, like Josh Goboglian and Sarah Stinky Pant. Second, <laughs> um, you know, go on, what, go on with with Selena's. So, uh, yeah, so Selena, you know, obviously based on on a real life person on this <laughs> on this season, it was on this uh, Netflix series, an original. Um, Suzette, her sister is an executive producer. So this has some family backing, approval, insight. And what I really like uh, from this series compared to the movie is that the movie was really her rise. And it did have her family included. But with the series, you kind of get more of what was, what was the involvement of the dad, the brother, the sister. Um, and there's those, those, kind of turning points that we all kind of well, I'm not sure if you're familiar with or not but uh, meaning her husband who who was part of the band um, the disapproval from her from her dad and then her unfortunate um, you know demise she was super young too right she was she was I, I don't think I think that's something I learned recently that she was just like way younger than I expected yeah I mean they they started as a family band and and rose up and even what's kind of cool is as you as you rise up you kind of get your own like professional band but no sir still her brother on bass and her sister on the drums so that was pretty cool i i don't remember how old she was i want to say it was like i don't know late 20s uh i don't know but it's it's in two parts so part one was like eight or nine episodes and then um the second part i think would be out next year so very interesting, very cool to see how the family really contributed to to really her her uprising, and and it really kind of focuses on her like 
her fashion style, how they com- came with uh, came up with different songs. So it was cool. I really liked it. Um, kudos to all the actors and actresses as well and the stage design. They show a few clips where where they're showing her uh, the actress, and then they're showing a clip of what happened in real life and the the resemblance as far as the costumes, the setup. It was like identical. Like it was almost like blurred together. It was it was really cool. Uh, they did definitely did a great job in the detail work. Um, it's it was kind of hard. Like oh man, I know the ending. I know what's gonna happen. Um, but it, they didn't get to do that. Obviously, this is the second part coming out. So, yeah, a lot of cool, a lot of cool, interesting facts about her, like album cover when they're like, why it was like this a certain way, and then the, what was the influence behind a certain song. It, it was cool. It was cool to see. Uh, I definitely recommend it. Um, if you just want to kind of have a good, uh, a feel good show, even though it does end in a very sad note, her rise. And her family's bonds and really believing in the, not only her, but themselves. I, I got to say, it's one of the best, like one of the first two episodes. Excuse me. Uh, one of the first two episodes, the dad is talking to the son. And the son is really responsible for making these songs. And it won't give away too much, but he's sad about someone else not helping him. And it was just a really powerful moment of... I don't know. It, it's it's a very motivational at times because even though dad is tough, he's very goal oriented and uplifts his kids to push them to be better. And it is one of the some of the best like motivational. Like I almost felt motivated <laughs> after watching uh, some of those episodes. So definitely a good watch. Uh, De- Netflix did a really good job. Definitely did uh, Selena and her family uh, right. I know this is going to sound stupid, um, but like if I'm somebody who doesn't really know anything of her other than the a movie with Jennifer Lopez, do you think I'd still find enjoyment in this? Or is this something where you kind of have to have like grown up with her and cared about her as a musician? You think it's the bitty bitty bomb bomb? I, I do think it's the bitty bitty bomb bomb. It though, no, but for real, it's I think a lot of people, it's the first time they're seeing this. The movie came out with Jennifer Lopez, what, 1990? No, she, she passed away in, in 1995. So I think the. Jennifer Lopez ones came out. I forget when. I have to look that up. But right now, this is really hitting a new wave of people who didn't know her background. Maybe have heard a song or two, but didn't get didn't grow up around her music. And so I think this really hit making people learn, you know, what her story was and what her songs are about. Yeah, so, it sounds like more in depth. I guess the movie came out in '95. I didn't know this, but I guess Selma Hayek was originally supposed to play her. Oh. Well, she, well Selena died in 95, so I don't know if the movie came out in 95 as well. It was it was pretty soon after 97. that, I believe. So it was two years later. So that, yeah, it was pretty recent, considering that's kind of it's really fresh oh, yeah. in people's minds. So I was definitely, definitely, um, there was things that I, I forgot about Selena, and I, I don't know Spanish uh, so I don't listen to her music. I was really, ne- but neither did she apparently. <laughs> yeah, she didn't know Spanish. That was her second language, and she was learning as she was singing, which is super impressive. And how dedicated she was to to learning Spanish. So yeah, it's like how Ozzy learned English. <laughs> so, uh, I don't know a lot a, about the whole story, but I um, one of one of the jokes like yeah. growing up Hispanic was it wasn't always like. 
you know, the Kukui, the Mexican boogeyman was going to come for you. It was always, sometimes it was going to be Yolanda. Oh, Yolanda's shit. Get you. Yolanda. I, you get it. <laughs> see her. I'm like, fucking amen. So, <laughs> you did it. <laughs> Let me add her. It's a, it's honestly, if you didn't know anything about it, uh, I think you get attached to the family and to Selena and how, and Selena was so like, smiley so bubbly so authentic and so genuine and such a, a shame that this world doesn't have her anymore um so you do get attached and you almost want to almost mentally prepare for part two but i think this first part is so wholesome i love it i just love the story i love being motivated by someone else's dreams and going after it like that's how we all should be like if you have a dream right now and you want to find some extra motivation to just like do it like watch this it is a great, like, almost entrepreneurial show because uh, it does show how they, what they had to do to get gigs and where they were at, where were they living. Like, I bet a lot of people would have just given up. A lot of people would have just not have used the resource. A lot of people would have said, I don't have enough money for X, Y, Z. And you could see what they did to just get some shows and get some experience and, like, it, it's it's real. It was. I can't say anything more besides inspiring, motivational to see to see them do this and they get to a, a global stage. Mind you, this was a very almost very niche market, and even now, you're seeing in 2020 how much Spanish is in a lot of our top hit songs, and it, it's just wild how how you almost have to combat that because you were so like let me just get off the Spanish speaking. Uh, listeners and then to hit that on a global market and to also do an English album in the US was only going to expand her market and I think she was really I mean I don't I don't know really how much how many people did that especially in the 90s I would imagine she would have to be one of the first people to do that because a lot of big people were you know you only it's only English how many people could get on a national stage or a global stage and people know you for two different languages so yeah definitely definitely watch it i I would recommend it for sure i will probably end up watching that then because even though i know it ends on a really sad note i like i said earlier i I don't really have any room for for bummers right now but i'd uh i can handle some uplifting before it gets the bummer yeah definitely it was definitely a good one i'll just pretend that there's a different ending to it (laughs) you could just watch part one and that's the ending Part one ends in a weird cliffhanger. Yeah, like, I'm not gonna walk off. <laughs> and she lived set. happily ever after. And I'll I'll include one more. Um, so those are two shows I watched recently. Uh, and I'll include one movie before I, I um, uh, kind of end my list. But Safety, off of Disney Plus, is uh, another based on a true story. And it's it's a football movie, and, and in short, it's about a student getting a full ride in Clemson on the Clemson football team and his mom is no longer able to take care of his younger brother. And this is a true story. He came, he rose to the occasion and for a while was sneaking his younger brother in campus, living with him in the dorm to watch his, his younger brother. And he was 18 at the time taking care of his 11 year old brother. And true stories like this is i mean you can't write this stuff you can't and it i watched it recently um it definitely hits on the really corny disney vibes uh 
you know, like the, oh, you, ha, 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 ha. But when you get kind of through those weeds of the kind of corny humor they throw in at, it's really, like, I don't know what I would have done in that situation. And this guy did it all. He was a he was a great student, a, a football player, but he risked it all to, to watch his brother. And to hear that that's a true story, and you could kind of they show some clips of um, of him and his brother on Oprah. It was at the end of the movie, which is pretty cool. But yeah, if you need just a, a really great movie to watch and don't mind the kind of t- corny family humor it throws from time to time, uh, this is definitely one I, I would recommend as well. And it, came, it only came out like a oh. week ago. I only have one thing I watch on Disney Plus. We all have that main the, one. The Simpsons. Yep, just rocking through the first uh, 31 seasons of it. <laughs> you watch them all gross. You go back after like 12. No, there is the... I keep forgetting where it begins. There's there's definitely like a second and a third renaissance of The Simpsons. That's right here. I need to check it out. I just watch reruns. I, I don't even know if they're still on or not. I was like, "Oh yeah." Oh, they are. I know, but yeah, they're. I don't. I don't put. I don't make it a point to watch <laughs> it. It's not cool to know that they're on. Nah. But yeah, that's that's kind of the, the few more recent ones. What have you guys been watching? I'm sure we're gonna touch on the Mandalorian because I want to. Yeah, well, hold on. I'll, I'll hold off on yeah. it. Um, I've definitely been watching that too. I started watching uh, Hannah. I don't know if you've seen this. It's a British show. I assume you've seen it. Uh, that's why I ask, but it's called Inside hmm. Number Nine. I've heard of it. I haven't watched it yet. Ooh, you assumed wrong. <laughs> um, so it's like it's a it's a show on the BBC, and so you think kind of Black Mirror, where each episode is just a different story, but it actually always has the same two actors in it as the main characters. They're also the writers, and they don't have like a, a rotating cast of people you might recognize like it has the lady from uh the it crowd i can't remember her her name on the first episode and so it's it's very black mirror in the sense that it's a it's a dark story but this one is more somewhat comedy each time it's not as bleak as dark mirror is but it oh it always ends in a dark uh way i guess but it's really cool just because each episode takes place in one room basically so they never really leave this this one set so it'll be like an apartment or it'll be backstage at a at a theater or so uh, they're a, a mansion uh not yet but i think there is actually an episode in the later season about a quarantine and there's always just like a crazy twist at the end and sometimes you really don't know what's happening and i i, I discovered this show because i started watching this youtube channel um inside a mind and it's this british kid that kind of goes over args so you know like my favorite one's cloverfield one but he'll go into more uh current args that are going on like just random youtube videos but he mentioned this because uh, a few years back on halloween they decided to do a live episode of uh inside number nine and the premise was it was going to air on the bbc live um, a couple days before halloween and they're going to film it in this uh, famously haunted, real-life haunted studio um, in, in the UK. And they're building it up for weeks. They're going on tours, you know, announcing it and all this stuff. And 
you gotta you gotta it only aired live you can't actually see this streaming this is this is on uh, hbo max by the way and i found an uh i found the episode online if you just google it you'll find it it's like on daily uh was a daily motion or whatever but so they're doing this entire thing live but then stuff actually starts going wrong and not like in a scary way it's just like you can't hear the audio and they cut the episode and just put on an older episode and that's it but then things get like really scary as you're watching this older episode and i don't want to spoil the rest of it but it was just really cool that they did this and it actually happened live you can actually go and see like uh, Twitter back then and it was just people like bitching about I can't believe that this isn't working I can't believe that it's canceled and all that stuff in real life and they're responding to them in real life and it was just really cool but I just the entire show is is really good it is oh, maybe at this point a better Black Mirror I think and it's been going on for like five seasons I think what's it called uh, inside number nine but it's inside no dot the number nine Check it out. Have you guys been ca- uh, keeping up on Dark Materials? Was it Dark? His Dark Materials. I haven't, yeah. I haven't even started it now. Yeah, I haven't started either. Like, I, I know it's going to be good, but I got so burned by that damn movie that, like, I love the book or the books, the series. And um, I just keep getting, I'm, I'm gun shy to start it. Okay, I want to say my thoughts. And... <laughs> um, and then as far as other stuff, I've been playing Deep Rock Galactic. And it is just shockingly good. It's dumb, sounds dumb, but it's so much fun. Um, the premise is you're, there's four players, and this is on Xbox Steam. And it's cross-play with uh, Game Pass, so Game Pass on PC and just Xbox, but not Steam and the other two. But you're a group of dwarves, and you're in space. And you're just mining materials and bringing it back. But wherever you're going to go mine is inhabited by a bunch of giant bugs like Starship Troopers. Hmm. So it's kind of like Minecraft and Starship Troopers put together and the entire time you're just running and gunning and they have they have a bunch of new missions and stuff, but it's just, it's fun to play with a group of friends. Uh, me and Stacey have been playing this with some of our friends almost every night and just leveling up your stuff. You get new gear, there's crafting, it's got all that stuff that you kind of itch for sometimes. And the entire, um, all the levels are procedural, so they're always kind of different. And they're also... Um, What's it called? Like, is it voxels? Like when the entire area is kind of destructible. And so you can just dig forever if you want. Hmm. I keep meaning to play it. I have it downloaded, but I have not started yet. Yeah, it's on Game Pass 2 if anyone wants to check it out. it's I highly recommend it. It's just dumb fun. Game Pass never lets me down. I I have had no time in my life because all I play is World of Warcraft Shadowlands. Shadow Lambs all I do. Of Mordor. Sha- Shadow Lambs of Mordor. Yeah, I've been playing Call of Duty nonstop, uh, so I'm <laughs> in the same bow. I haven't played any other games besides yeah. Call of Duty. We all have our grind. I have another game, but, but uh, we'll talk about that later. Wait, do you have another game? You didn't write it? That's a surprise. <laughs> no, it's the main topic. It. Oh, that's right. I forgot <laughs> about that. Um but yeah, I won't I won't belabor Shadowlands too much. Um it's it's as of right now, it's very, very good. Um they did a really crazy reset with World of Warcraft with the the latest patches that went live prior to this expansion. Where prior to the expansion, I think my or don't I think I know my characters were like 120 or level 120. Like I'd been playing the same characters for, in some cases, 16 years, 
and they're using this expansion to almost kind of like reset everything. And um, so I you know, went to bed one night, my character's level 120, woke up the next day, my character's level 50. Oh, and they changed the level cap back to 60, um, made leveling feel like it matters again. And it's just kind of cool. Like it's the first time in two years that there's been new content, like really like substantial new content. I assume and because so far it's been pretty good. I assume because you don't sound upset that you kept everything, like you didn't lose. Yeah, they they, going they down scaled level, it down. Not stuff. everything. Yeah, ev- not everything was perfectly scaled, but they did a much better job than I think a lot of people assumed they would. They also revamped the whole leveling system to make it l- like it's way less grindy now. So like if if, if say tomorrow one of you two want to start playing, no, you could get to level fifty in the space of five or six hours <laughs> instead of it being like five or six weeks. Wow. We that just is know. <laughs> yeah. Well, so I, I, back in the day, I did I did play like one of the uh, the trial versions. Um, I think it was like get to level ten or something, and that took like a week. So that's pretty impressive. Yeah. This now, if you start playing, it'll literally have you go through a new player experience where it actually teaches you how to play your class, and it takes you to level ten, and it takes about an hour, maybe an hour and a half, if you're going real slow. Yeah, I'm scared too. Um, I'm scared. I'll just get addicted to it. Well, that, that's, the, that's the scary part now is that they've done this thing where they've made it so much more welcoming that it's easier to fall into it now. Um, can I use a controller? Because there's still a lot of grinding. Uh, you can, actually. It's not native uh, yet. They, they keep testing or screwing around with like talking about they're going to have native controller support, but there's a lot of mods that make it shockingly functional to use a controller. I might join then. I'm, I get like anxiety with the micromanaging with the keyboard and stuff. That's why I never really got into MMOs in general. Sorry, you you shocked me and I coughed. <laughs> um, no, it, it's it, I, I totally understand that too. And what I like is that there's still a couple of classes that are real pain in the ass to play. And I respect the folks that play those. But then there are also just classes where they're like, here's four keys. Hit these in order. Just go. <laughs> and like, if you're going to get into like battleground or uh, ranked battlegrounds or get into like, which is their... Uh, pvp rank system or if you're going to get into like like hardcore rating that game is still the same game it's always been where like it is practice and having to schedule time every day or every week to play um but they've also found a really nice way to have it be inviting to people like me where it's like dude i got maybe maybe an hour a day to play and I can jump on, play for a solid hour, and feel like I've done something. And that that is that was lacking in a lot of the expansions. So I've been pretty stoked about it. Like, it's been really fun to play it and kind of go back and... I mean, as dumb as it sounds, it feels like hanging out with old friends, like seeing these characters and seeing the story advance on from it. Um, the only other two things I've been doing is just watching a lot of stuff. So um, I found this show on Netflix called Auntie Donna's Big Ol' House of Fun. And it is the most batshit crazy show i've seen in such a long time uh auntie donna is an australian sketch comedy trio and they've been making stuff on youtube for like seven or eight years they do like they do tours they they there's like full shows there's you can watch on there and they're really funny but they're uh, the way i described to you guys earlier when i was talking about is it's almost like you took monty python and eric andre and you put those together or like uh, um, because, Alex, Alex was mentioning, like, why does kids you know? Like, it is kind of like that type of yeah. like, sketch weirdness. Yeah, and it's just like at every point when it could go, like, weird or funny, they will always pick weird, and that's what makes them funny. <laughs> um, you'll know within 
two minutes if you'll like the show because the first episode opens up with them singing a song about everything being a drum. And uh, even that song goes places. But if you like that song, you'll probably like the show. It's six episodes. They're super short. They're like 25-minute episodes. Um, but I really recommend if you like them, like also look on YouTube because they've got a ton of just amazing sketches on there. But the uh, aside from Mandalorian, which I think we all agree has been pretty incredible this season, uh, the only other thing I've been watching is I've been going through every episode of the Great British Baking Show that I can find <laughs> because it is so pure good. happiness. <laughs> I'm af- hey. I'm afraid to start that because I know I'm gonna like it a lot, dude. And I've watched like I, one uh, YouTube videos like a, a cut of this one dude that I can't remember what he was making, but he it, it was like a comedian or something and. You know, those Brits, they're funny. Well, the craziest thing about the show to me is that it's so popular and it's such a big deal. I didn't know this until I watched the most current season. There's no monetary prize for winning. Like, these people are doing this because they just like to do it. When you win, you win a pie plate or a cake plate that says Great British Baking Show on it and some flowers. But, like, watching the show... Because, like, I like reality shows. You know, I watch Big Brother every year. I, I, I'm, I love dumb competitions. But this was interesting because I didn't know how bad I needed it this year. But this is a, a competition show where there's no bad guys. Like, everybody is helping each other. And they're, like, they're all rooting for each other and being kind to each other. Um, the judges aren't assholes. That Like, Paul Hollywood is the closest thing you have to, like, a Gordon Ramsay-style, like, heavy as a judge. And even he's so polite and if he doesn't like something, he'll just be like, yeah, I don't like it. But he doesn't demean them or make them feel bad. He'll be like, that's eh, not the best thing you've done. I don't like it. And like one of the greatest things you can win on that show is a handshake from him because you made something very good. <laughs> so it's just so wild watching this show where the conflict is just people just being out of their element or, or biting off more than they can chew. But the fact that like they're, they're com- the competitors will support them, the judges will come up and support them, the... The presenters of the show, Noel Fielding and... Um, yeah, that's the shocking part. Oh my God, Noel Fielding's on it. Like, I did not expect that at all. Yeah, and and he is so pleasant on it. He's legitimately hilarious, but you also can tell he likes these contestants. Yeah. Like, he gets to know them, and, like, he, he's truly gutted when some of them get kicked off. Um, and it was just wild watching it and going, like, oh, yeah, this is really happy, and I really... Like, it was just like this... this, this like mainlining happiness to my heart every time I'd watch an episode and they have a ton of it on Netflix. So I went back and watched, I watched the most current season, finished that. And then I've gone back and watched the previous three seasons and now I'm watching the holidays. It's, it's so good. Like I cannot stress enough. Like if you're looking for something happy, just watch it. Hold on. I actually want to keep track of what we're talking about because I might have to draw things. <laughs> um, I, I think and then there's going to be two, the last two, thing, bit, two bit things you're going to be drawing us as. Oh, yeah. Uh, the last thing that I think we can all talk about probably before we get into the, the main topic is fucking Mandalorian is incredible. This season. Holy shit. Is there eight like, eight episodes? Yeah, the final episode comes out uh, uh, this week. three days oh, from when we're recording. Oh, but stuff's gonna happen. Um, I I don't know. If, do we mild spoilers up until now? We're on the the episode before last, the last episode. Yeah, I'd say mild spoilers are probably fine. Some really. I mean, Disney announced a billion shows that are tying into this, so I mean, certain things are out there now. Yeah, a lot of uh, cool shit happens, guys. 
But yeah, this is this is the Star Wars thing that like I've always dreamed of having. Like this is this is rewarding me for being that nerd who read the books and watched the cartoons and read the comics and like the craziest thing is my roommate, she doesn't um she I mean not that she doesn't care about Star Wars, but she doesn't care about like I do. Like she just likes it. She's like it's a fun thing. And the first episode of this season, they introduced Cobb Vanth of Vanth Refrigeration and he uh He's a character from the Aftermath books that Wait, I thought was... who did he play? What? Who did who, what? Who Cobb play? No, Cobb Vanth is the guy Timothy Oliphant played. Oh, I just made I, a joke I, because... I was thinking of Every the time I say Cobb Vanth, I think of... <laughs> yeah, every time I say Cobb Vanth, I think Bob Vance. Okay, that's why I got confused. I was like, was he um, there? <laughs> no, no, no. But, but, like, but that character, I know that character from the Aftermath books. And I knew the story. And the second I realized who he was, I was like, holy shit, that means we're going to see Boba Fett's armor. That means we're going to see this. And they did it. But, like, she's never read those books. She's never going to. But it was still good for her to watch. Like, she still enjoyed it. And so they've been able to do this crazy thing where they're giving fan service but not requiring you to know everything that's ever happened. They're doing everything that Harry Potter didn't. They're doing everything that the new Star Wars movies didn't where they're saying, like, hey... If you love Star Wars and you obsess over it, we're here for you. But also, if you don't, it's just a good story. And on top of that, they're also bringing in stuff that was uh, no longer canon. Like stuff from Legends, they're now bringing into canon, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, at this point, you could tell me that they're going to bring anything in. And I'm like, yeah, I believe it. Because there's just it feels like nothing is off the table now. Yeah. Turns out uh, Luke was with Mara Jade for most of the time before the bad movies yeah, happened. I, I fully expect at some point to see Mara Jade show up now. Like the way we're going, I'm just like, oh yeah, we're just gonna have Mara Jade show up. But like they like in an episode, a character says the name Thrawn, which I know he's yeah. been in <laughs> he's been in Rebels, which I know that's canon, but that's cartoon canon, which doesn't really feel like it seems to matter all the time. Right. <laughs> but once you see him in the in live action, it's like, oh, oh, we're do, we're doing this. Like we're for real doing this. Yeah. Like you're acknowledging Grand but Admiral Thrawn. But even the bigger part was the character that said it was also from the cartoons, and that was the yeah. biggest thing for me. But yeah, so if you guys have not somehow watched The Mandalorian, you definitely need to catch up. If you liked the first season, it's ten times better. If you didn't like the first season, it's ten times better. Like, I, I loved the first season, and this is so much better than that was. Yeah, uh, and there's two big characters that are in the show that are from other, I guess, movies or shows. And I don't know, my jaw dropped every with both of them. And I there's one episode that I like more than the other, but both of them are just on screen and incredible finally yeah it's oh god it's such a good show i want to talk about i've it, rewatched I the last it. episode multiple times yeah the only i guess the only bummer is that's a, they're short episodes you know like i want at yeah least 45 so but I'm now one of them's getting their own show yeah so here's a question that the show just keeps making me think though because i keep rewatch re- rewatched the last episode like three times where is Space Boston? Like, what planet has that accent? Where's Space England that their language came from? Who cares? Coruscant. Well, it's just so weird because, like, it's such an accent. And when Bill, like, Bill Burr is phenomenal on the show. He really is. But, like, every, every time he shows up, I'm like, oh, cool, Bill Burr. And he's all like, hey, what's going on, man, though? I'm like, whoa, that is, see, that I, is an accent, sir. I see people point that out and i just i ultimately i don't care there's a, a giant walking bear that just growls and people are like yeah i understand <laughs> or you know there's a dude with like ball a ball sack for a mouth but you know no God but, forbid, but, but what i love boston. though is 
this means though that there is a space Boston because like that's the thing is I will accept it. I accept that there's that there's Wookies that just growl and people are like, I know, good one, Chewie. So buying into that, that means like, okay, well, what planet is it then? Because I want to know what planet is Southie. <laughs> like, what what planet did Space Ban Affleck come from? <laughs> Got put this a, planet in the rear view. <laughs> is there a space Fresno out there? Uh, I, that, t- that stands to reason. It's Tatooine. <laughs> it's where they get all their. It's where they get all their spice. Sweet, good Jack. <laughs> all right, Matt, you ready to just vomit up about robots? Yeah. So uh, the last chunk here is going to be about Cyberpunk that just came out. It's the hot thing. I've put in about thirty-five hours, I think. But first, I did prepare a, a, a game for you guys, if you're willing to play. Seven. That's my answer. Huh? My answer is seven. Seven thirty. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I I don't know if you've seen this this um, there's a YouTube channel called the Valley Folk and uh, one of them has a uh, Joe Beretta who's been a YouTuber for years uh, had a channel called Brats and Beretta that I used to watch back in the day. Anyway, he came up with this game that is now being kickstarted uh, into a card game called Movie Movie. And what he does is he will combine two movies into one title where the last syllable kind of bends into the first syllable of the other movie. And then he will make up a fake premise to kind of give you a hint. Okay. So I'm going to give you a hint, and you got to figure out what two movies are this one title. And so the theme will be uh, cyberpunk. So I chose cyberpunk movies. Um, I made these up on my own. I don't know if I accidentally copied anything that he did, uh, but I tried. And so the first movie will be a cyberpunk movie. The second movie will be anything. It won't be cyberpunk. Okay. So, so um, I think this will be a, a slow pitch here. So I, sh- I, th- I hope it's easy enough. Okay. So the first one is um, a deactivated cyborgs revived, but can't remember anything of her past and goes on a quest to find out who she is which turns out to be an angel that's been assigned to help a young Joseph Gordon-Levitt's favorite baseball team, the California Angels, win the pendant. Okay. So it, so we have to guess the mood, like angels in the outfield, but... Okay, so, yeah, if you want to work together, too, so that is part of it. So, But it's going to be... The first movie is a, is a cyberpunky movie that will have a syllable that ends where you can begin angels in the outfield. I am hitting a huge wall on this. I know Angels in the Outfield. So does the ending the of that... is revived. Oh, no. So the, okay. So the syllable will go into the next movie. It's almost like a, um, like a DJ. You're mixing two, two songs together and it's yeah, kind of sliding it's almost over. Like a, yeah, it's almost like a pun in a way. Well, and deactivated so this, cyborg so th- revived. So is that like C-3PO or <laughs> is that Force so Awakens? It's, it's a, so it's, an, it's a newer, newer movie. I'll tell you that. Force Awakens. Um, the main. Oh, it's Alita Battle Angel. Yes. So, what's the full title? Alita Battle Angels in the Outfield. There you yeah! go. Yeah, <laughs> we did it. <laughs> you did it. All right, I got two more. That was, was a good one, man. That was a good one. I was really proud of these. Uh, okay, so second one. In a not in the not so distant future, a mechanic and his wife are attacked while delivering a non self driving car. Left paralyzed and without his wife, Gray is given a high tech chip allowing him to walk again and have superhuman combat skills. Gray can now seek revenge on the people who killed his wife. Melted-faced Nazis in search of the Ark of the Covenant. Fuck, 
It's uh. Say it's melted. This, this one's a little bit hard. Up, oh, I got this one. Okay, I know this okay. one. It's up, uh, upgraders of the Lost Ark. Yep. Up. Because I was like, I know that fucking movie. That movie's so good. It is good. <laughs> Upgrade and Raiders of the Lost Ark. Upgraders of the Lost Ark. Alex, if you've not seen Upgrade, you need to watch you gotta, it, dude. It's, like, it's really good you movie. W- I, re- I feel like newer? you would really love that movie. Uh, yeah, it's in the last few years, like yeah, five, maybe five years old. I think it, uh, Let me see. I think I had to rent it, but it, it is a really good movie. I watched it recently. All right, so last one here. This one should be a little bit easy. And again, so a, a little bit loose on the cyberpunk, I think, on, on this one, but here we go. When James Halliday, the creator of the virtual reality called The Oasis, dies, a challenge to find his hidden treasure begins. It's up to Wade to search the Oasis and his in-game avatar, Rick Dalton, a faded television, television actor striving to achieve fame and success in the final years of Hollywood's golden age in 1969, Los Angeles. Oh, okay. All right. I'm going to give Alex, give Alex a second. I know this one. It took, it took me a second because I know both movies and I was like, how do you put those together? That's the fun part, I think, is just, yeah, how do you, how do you mix them? Alex, do you have any of it? Let's know if you need a hint. The last part's <laughs> the a The hint bit I was going to give was my opinion on the book. I was like, <laughs> I hate the book. What, you don't know what books I hate. <laughs> Final years of Hollywood. Call it, uh, go to age, 1969. Los Angeles. No, I don't. I don't have any. Nothing really comes to mind right now. James Holiday, the creator of virtual. So, so the first one is like a big movie with a lot of um, video gamey cameos. And like Ready Player One. Yes. Yeah. Now, what's the second one? It's upon a Ready time one. in Hollywood. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Say it out loud. Say it out loud. Okay, or don't. <laughs> oh, I was waiting for Alex to say it out loud. It's Ready Player Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Do, 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 do. You, did you did it. That was a that was a good game. I like it. I stole it. But if you want to see more, there's a YouTube channel, uh, The Valley Folk. That's not all they do, but that's the only videos I watch of theirs. And this is being made into a card game on Kickstarter. And I think it's really fun. Oh, nice. Guys, can, can, can we talk about, though, just I really hate Ready Player One. I really hate it. I hate it so much. <laughs> I like I, the references. I'm happy for the folks that do. But, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was awkward. I remember when the book came out and I was going to read it, but you know how I am with books. And mm-hmm. I thought the concept from what I heard was really cool. But then, yeah, the movie, I don't think it was bad. I just, I'm, I don't care. Like, I think it could have been like, like the I, next. A year and a half after it was like released. So I was like, yeah, I didn't, I didn't the, watch it till on. I was at least able hype. to rent it. But I, it could have been like the next Who Framed Roger Rabbit and they, basically just didn't do anything with all the rights that they got it felt like the entirety of it was just like it's godzilla isn't that crazy and i'm like i mean not really like yeah, it was like <laughs> a family guy sketch yeah it just everything about it every single thing they show they're like it's a it's the delorean and i'm like it sure fucking is i mean <laughs> cool what's really un- I, what's really unbelievable about it though Willy Wonka. is that there's a battleborn character in the background Oh There's God, no way they yeah. made that into the future because that's actually <clears throat> officially getting closed down like this month. Yeah, that game is officially dead. It still lasts longer than Quibi, though. That's right. Sick burn. Quibi was um, found dead. Uh, <laughs> in Miami. <laughs> and I am grabbing <laughs> Upgrade to throw onto the uh, the Plex right now. So, uh, again, I brought I'm up... going to live stream my piracy. Yeah, because I ain't editing this out. <laughs> 
Um, so yeah, I brought up the the game because it was, again it was cyberpunk themed. Cyberpunk tw- 2077 just came out, and uh, me and Hannah have been playing. Alex, have you played it at all? No, I don't own it whatsoever. I don't have a. You, you have an OG so. Xbox, right? Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say if you even if you did buy it, you wouldn't be playing it. It looks like hey, unless you do what I did. And buy that shit on Stadia. No, so I, I well, know. I bought it on uh, Good Old Gaming, and I've been streaming it through GeForce Now, and it, I am, I, I want to do like a separate review on just GeForce Now. GeForce Now oh. has been more amazing than Cyberpunk has been. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, GeForce Now is really good. Like, I that's how I actually get to play any of my Steam games. Um, I'm surprised we've never talked about it because it's really good. Because like, I, I have a Mac, and so my Mac obviously is not built for gaming. But um, a bunch of my favorite Steam games I own are playable through GeForce Now, and I just use the the uh, application on my Mac, or I have a Android TV hooked up in my bedroom, and I run it on there, and it it's really good. Yeah, it. I'm honestly, I'm I've been shocked like this entire time. I so the way it works is you sign up for uh, or there's a free version, um, but you're limited to how long you can play a game on it, and then you got to wait in a queue or something, and then they have a uh, paid version, five dollars a month. And then you can play for a longer amount of time. I think it's around six hours. And um, then you get kicked. You get kicked out. It'll give you like a timer, but then you just can log right back in for another six hours. I haven't really had an issue with it. And uh, so you stream it to your device, be it your computer, like Hannah, or a phone, or uh, what your Shield. I think you said. Yeah. Yeah. It's- and it's funny because like Stadia gets all the press, but like they've been doing that for longer than Stadia has. And so, and that was the thing too. Like I was, I, so the entire thing happened because I bought it on the Xbox One. My copy didn't show up until like three days after its launch, and so I was just impatient and said, you know, F it, I'm gonna check out Stadia. But then I remember GeForce Now because I I had messed around with it because Stacy needs it for Phasmophobia because the laptop can't run it. Yeah. And. If you buy it on Stadia, you don't have to have the subscription to play it because you own it on there still. But it's kind of a weird situation with Stadia because this doesn't happen often, but sometimes uh, platforms can lose the rights to a game. So I'm kind of afraid of that. Like, what if one day Stadia loses the rights to Cyberpunk and I no longer have the copy that I paid for? Cause I ha- well, I'm I'm more worried about Google getting tired of it and shutting it down yeah. versus like NVIDIA is not going anywhere. Yeah, and... Yeah, uh, Google does that all the time. I mean, remember when we all had Google Wave? How cool that was! Yep. But so, it, r- real quick, uh, real quick side question on Stadia: You got a free one, right? I did. Um, did you use it at all? I played a little bit of uh, Orcs Must Die Three. So, I I just real quick question, just because I haven't talked to you about it at all. It works really well. Everything looked great. Mm-hmm. It, it was kind of shocking how well it worked. I, you know, go Stadia. You guys did it. Um, I did notice a, a very substantial controller input lag that I cannot get to not work. And everything says my network's fine. I was wondering if you also had that issue. I didn't, but I was using a wired controller on my computer. I wasn't, okay, I wasn't yeah, using, I was the, using the one they sent me. I couldn't me. figure out how to hook up the stupid Stadia one, but I got it. Uh, so yeah, I, it was just... my experience with Stadia has only been the web browser through my computer with a wired Xbox controller. Yeah, I was gonna say like, cause it, it it worked great. I just couldn't. I didn't like the input lag on the controller, and again, and the con- GeForce Now is so good yeah. that I just don't don't need to. And so the Stadia controller is using the Wi-Fi, right? Yeah. Okay. Um. So again, um, the way GeForce Now works and Stadia works, it you are a lot of people don't know the concept of them. Um, you're basically streaming a game 
through your device like you're watching a Netflix video. But there's almost no there. I with Cyberpunk, I haven't felt any lag between my controller, which is incredible. And I'm getting a 1080p video, and I am able to play uh, the PC version of Cyberpunk with ultra settings, so I get all the ray chasing goodness. And I I put in 35 hours, and again, you can't tell that I'm streaming it. That's impressive, actually. That's really cool. And it's shocking that that's the way to go because of how shitty it's been on pretty much every other device. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's I I'm playing it on a Series X, and I have to keep reminding myself that it's not even the Series X version. I'm playing the code base for the um, the Xbox One version, mm-hmm. just on a machine that's way more powerful. And it looks good. It does look like legitimately good. Um, it's it's comical how much better it looks than if it was on a Xbox that's ostensibly three generations prior to it. Um, but even I've noticed, like, it's just... it's There's just enough bugs and bullshit around it that it's noticeable, and it, it is definitely dampering me a little bit, or dampening my, my enjoyment just the slightest bit of it. Yeah, and it's because of that that I kind of have, like, a mixed feeling because I... I Obviously, 35 hours, I've been having fun. I do like the game. It is buggy as hell, and I can almost forgive it. But at the same time, uh, the company, uh, CD Projekt Red, promised a lot, and they didn't really deliver it as much. So it's, I don't know, I'm in both camps. Like I'm, I want uh, CD Projekt Red to be held responsible, but also, if you like the game, you like the game. I like the game, and that's okay, too. Yeah, and, and that, that's kind of where I'm at. Like, I'm enjoying it. I think it's a I think it's a really great flawed game. But I also totally understand if somebody were to tell me that it's a piece of shit and they that company deserves all the grief they're getting, I would agree. Like cuz they they fucked up, dude. They fucked up really bad. So what would you guys end up rating like, this game? Um on my system, the way I'm playing it, I'd say it's a solid like 8 for me. Like I love the genre. I love cyberpunk the actual pen and paper rpg it's doing a great job scratching that itch but there are serious issues from something as simple as just the bugs to things as serious as there's just features that they kind of promise that aren't in the game um like you can tell how hot this game came in and that's a problem that's been like a theme for this whole last half of the year with everything coming out like every game that has come out has come out just smoking hot like still like being developed until the day it comes out yeah i think they even said that for this one too that they were still trying to make fixes the day before it came out oh yeah dude i yeah literally like the the day of launch there was like a 30 a 28 or 30 gigabyte patch that just like helped fix shit that day and that's on top of the 60 gigabyte game that had already downloaded I think for me, but aside from all that shit, uh, it's good. Yeah, I think for me, uh, again, the way I'm playing it, which isn't the way everyone's playing it, so it's your mileage will vary. I would give it about a seven point five right now. It can easily become a ten once it becomes fixed. So I would say wait unless you really want to play it. If your expectations are super high of it, it's not ever going to match it. They they really did not make or any of the land any of the promises that they made. If your expectations were somewhat low, like mine. It's a good game. You can play it now. That's fine. Uh, you know what? It, it it feels like Skyrim to me. Yeah. Like that same kind of jank. Like it feels like not even Skyrim. It feels like Bethesda. 
It does. It's got the same level of jank, the same level of everything, but if it gets you, it just it just fucking gets you, man. Yeah, it, yeah. Go into it thinking that Bethesda made a cyberpunk game, and then you'll you'll be fine. But um, again, you know, if you had high hopes for this game, if you believed what uh, CD Projekt Red said, don't get it right now, especially if you're on a base console. Um, the higher end, last gen consoles are fine-ish, uh, being the Xbox One X and the PlayStation Four Pro. And then again, I've heard good things for the PS5 and the uh, the Xbox Series X and even the Series S. But again, they're playing the previous gen versions on uh, amped up hardware. So it's it's yeah, it's I, really it's a really odd situation too, just because we're going into the ne- this next generation. There's so many like different ways that you can play this, and it's just hard to do a review, you know. Yeah, I'd say if I was rating it on my on my One X, it's probably like a solid seven. I think the reason I rate it higher on my Series X is because like I can see the just drastic jump in performance and visuals. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not that it's bad on the One X; it's fine. But aside from that, like I think they did a really good job. Like it feels like the cyberpunk pen and paper game. It feels, I mean, it feels like it's in that world. Like they've they've really kind of nailed that whole aesthetic. I think. Yeah, when it's doing what it's supposed to do, it feels great. And when you kind of take a step back on what you're doing in the game, you can you can see those roots. Because even uh, going into like the hacking system, it's basically a magic system, and you have like a mana bar, and you're casting spells. But they kind of just skinned it over with, no, you're computer hacking. And I think that's really cool. I think in six months, as long as they don't screw anything else up, this will be a game where. Like this will never go away. They'll all they they have they have tarnished their reputation severely, and they deserve all the bullshit they're going to get. Mm-hmm. But I do think in six months this is going to be the kind of game that people talk about the same way you talk about Skyrim, where you'll like bring up like, oh yeah, and then I went in and I saw this guy and I did this and it was the craziest shit. And then somebody else will be talking to you about the same area and they had a totally different experience. Yeah, I married an orc. Yeah, like I I I had a, I had the coolest moment the other day. I was playing it and um. The only real uh, offensive hacking ability I had was uh, to blind people. Mm -hmm. And I finally got like a good katana because I wanted to play like a up close melee class. And I felt so cool because I walked into this room and I was trying to be all sneaky and stealthy and take out these uh, vaguely Eastern European uh, scavengers that were also like human traffickers, essentially. And the the game did a really good job of like eliciting an emotional reaction for me because they were talking and hearing them talk like it legitimately pissed me off <laughs> and it like hit a trigger where i finally was like oh fuck it i'm not sneaking anymore i need you guys to see me kill you keep- and i just stood up and walked into the room and it was like i was playing kill bill like they kept running at me and i was just charging at them slicing them to pieces and then i remembered i had this uh this uh ability called blind or reboot optics which makes them go blind for a mm-hmm. second and the next room I walked into, I just took a second and was like, pointed at a guy, and I'm like, you can't see, you can't see, you can't see. <laughs> and they're all just running around blind for a split second. I just ran in and sh- just sliced the shit out of them, and it felt so good. And that's where I was like, hey, this is a good game, y'all. Yeah, that's been my experience, too. Like, you can do, like, really cool shit. And I've honestly had very few bugs. Up until last night, it was like all of them hit me at once for some reason. But uh, I do have to say, like, the um, character development on some of the side characters is, like, amazing. And you get attached to these people so Dude. quickly. The Oh, man. The, the fucking first character you really meet in any of the startups is Jackie. And that, that character I love. Yeah, he's my best I friend. I love that character. Um, 
yeah, we'll also I'll avoid spoilers and everything for things that happen later on and like adventures you have. Well, but yeah, like, even, I have not had a game hit an, an emotional reaction for me like that in a while. Even like side characters, like the romance options, or at least the one I'm pursuing right now, is like I'm really intrigued by this person, and I do want to oh, like pursue something. No time for love, Doctor Jones. I'm just here <laughs> to kill people. I uh, I do I I do understand why people are pissed off about the lack of your background having like as much of an effect as they made it sound like it was going to have but i have also enjoyed like i picked corpo and um most of my effect is that i just i can say things differently and it's been pretty great like there's been a couple of interactions i've gotten into where i could see there was going to be a fight but instead i just completely emasculated somebody verbally and won the fight from that (laughs) that's funny there we go. Okay. I downloaded upgrade. It's going to be uploading as soon as we're done. Uh, but yeah, it's it's real good. Um, Alex, I think you would really enjoy it, but I think uh, Matt's exactly on the right path with it. If you're going to play it, I would avoid playing it on your Xbox, even, even if they fix it. Like, it's never going to be at a level that I would say is acceptable on an original Xbox. Yeah. So I'd say, like, if you, if you want to spend 60 bucks and then $5 a month for for uh the fuck is it called the nvidia thing <laughs> um Stadia? i think you would i think you'd really enjoy this game yeah i got so many different other games and then i i downloaded control off game pass i downloaded the jedi um what's the most recent one uh fallen is that fallen, fallen order fallen order yeah. fallen order so i have those queued up and i have a two week vacation coming up so i may play other games than call of duty but yeah, I've just been playing Team Deathmatch and Call of Duty, so that's really been taking all my gaming time when I have it. I just can't play Call of Duty. I I got oh man, here I'm gonna go on a quick rant about the <laughs> fucking new generation consoles real quick. Oh so I fucking hate my PlayStation five. I'm happy for the folks that love it. I get why they love it. I absolutely think it's it was not ready to come out because its UI is kind of bad. Um, they made things harder to do than they were on the PlayStation 4. Even something as stupid as like putting the system to sleep. On the PlayStation 4, you just had to hold down the PlayStation button and like hit left and down, down and hit X and you would put the system to, to sleep. Now you have to hit the PlayStation button, hit down, then like right, 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 X, down, down. X. Like it's just weird shit like that. But then the there's things like it's it's and I I get I get what an asshole I sound like right <laughs> now, but it's just dumb things. Like so, the whole reason I bought this system was because I really desperately wanted to play Miles Morales. Like I love Spider Man, I love Miles Morales, and like I I wanted that game so bad. So I bought it digitally, and like a true asshole, when I bought it, I bought the the special edition that came with the remaster of Spider Man, the PlayStation Spider Man game, and. uh I buy it and it's like, what do you want to do? And I was like, well, clearly I want to download it. And it goes, do you want to download all? And I was like, absolutely. Onto this 600 uh, gigabyte hard drive that you have access to. So what does it download? It downloads Spider-Man Remastered, which is 50 gigabytes, which is fine. I wanted that. It downloads uh, Miles Morales for the PlayStation 5, which is another 50 gigabytes. And it downloads Miles Morales for the PlayStation 4. What? Which I don't understand why it does that. So then I go in and I'm like, hey, you know what? My bad. I should have looked. That's on me. So I delete the PlayStation 4 version. 
we're cool, I'm playing the game, I turn my PlayStation off, uh, the next day I go back to play it again, I go to the menu, hit Miles Morales, it goes downloading, and I was like, oh, okay, it's downloading an update, it's a, it's a brand new console, this will happen. And then I noticed it's like taking a long ass time, and I was like, that's really weird, and I go look, it's downloading the PlayStation 4 version again, because when I, when I, when I hit play, it decided I wanted to play the PlayStation 4 version that wasn't downloaded anymore. What? Yeah. But, so it's weird, dumb shit like that. But it like that, didn't get doing... rid of the PS5 version from the console. No, no, but it's like defaulting to the wrong version. That hasn't been an issue since like the first week, but it's like weird shit like that kept happening. And then, um, so then I wanted to play like other games and I was noticing it was doing the same exact thing. So like Bug Snacks is a free game if you have a PlayStation 5. So I downloaded it for free. Go to play it, and I'm like, this game doesn't... I mean, it looks good, but it doesn't look, like, special. It's literally running the PlayStation 4 version. And I didn't do anything wrong, so, like, before anyone decides to tell me I'm an idiot, like, I... Here's here's what I did. I went to the store, and I said, Bug Snacks. Yes, I'd like to buy that. And yes, I'd like to play it. And then it defaulted to the PlayStation 4 version on my PlayStation 5. Versus on the Xbox Series X, I haven't had to think about any of it. Smart like, delivery, the second baby. I that shit is incredible. I put like, I put Assassin's Creed on there and I didn't have to tell it to do anything. It's like, no, no, you're going to have the, the series X version. And it just shows me, I can go to my menu and I have my list of games and it says, here's all the ones that are like series S series X, uh, um, Compare. versions. And on all those, it makes sure to download the better version and that's what it plays. And then if it doesn't have a better version, you still get like a huge upgrade in what it does. And it just drives me crazy that on one of these two consoles, I've literally not had to think of anything, but on the other one, it's everything I have to do is like to pay attention to like what I'm downloading, what I'm hitting play on, the fact that I have to go into the menu and make sure I'm clicking on like the like version because there's like a a sub menu that's like the version type, and it's just it's so stupid. So like that pile on top with like Cyberpunk and just it's just been wild. Where every game I'm like I like this game, I really want to kill it though. <laughs> but aside from that, Spider Man's real good. Looks good. Is, is that is it a whole game? It it looked like they're being advertising as more like just DLC. It's, it's a, yeah, it's, it's a whole game, but it's a real short game. It's like eight hours, maybe ten. But it's a really, really good eight to ten hours. Is it full price though? Um, kind of. So Sony also uh, decided to go to the seventy dollar next gen system. But what they're doing instead is if you just wanted to buy Miles Morales, it's only forty nine ninety nine. Mm-hmm. But if you want to get it with the remaster of the original Spider-Man, it's sixty nine ninety nine. And because I do love that Spider-Man game and I will happily play it again and I want it in the best version, I, I went ahead and paid that. I wasn't even mad about it. Right. But I mean, I, I paid twice for Cyberpunk, so I can't blame you. Yeah, but the, but it's also, again, the fact that I had to pay an additional $20 to play Spider-Man in a way that looked better. But when I go to my Xbox, I yeah. didn't have to pay an extra penny to play Forza on the Series X version versus the 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 One X version. So it's, I don't know. I'm not, one's not necessarily better than the other, but it just seems like the theme for the last couple of years has been Microsoft is doing very consumer friendly moves and Sony's just doing cool shit. I'm, I'm just happy about the PC stuff that Microsoft's been doing. Especially with the PC oh, yeah, game the, pass the and, all that, yeah. and all that. Yeah, yeah the crossplay has been pretty cool. My brother and his friend play on PC while we're playing on Xbox. So you get to see those two in the yeah. lobby. I'm like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, and, um, PC gets access to like the Xbox party system and all that. Mm-hmm. I think that's really cool. I did forget. That's where I was going to go. The one dumb thing I've seen on the Xbox 
was that I went to, so I downloaded the new Call of Duty and I was playing the single player and, and you know, it's normal, whatever, fucking play the game. And then I wanted to go play Warzone, which is inside the menu for Black Ops. And I clicked on Warzone and it closed fucking Black Ops <laughs> and went to the store to download the Warzone executable because there isn't a new version of Warzone. It's just a link to go play the old version from last year. <laughs> yeah, they fixed that. And the main menu. It's so bizarre. The main menu, there's all three options. There's the campaign multiplayer, then the zombies, then Warzone. So it's not like a separate. Yeah, you can access it from, from all in one area now. Okay, that's good. Yeah, because that was just such a weird, like, again, just one of those dumb things where I'm like, really? Huh? I mean, okay. Yeah, they they fixed this a lot. the worst of, thing I deal with. Of, like, balance. You know, how you could just run around with a knife and stab people and get shot 50 times. So you don't see that anymore. And they they did fix quite a bit, which I'm happy about. This is the first Call of Duty I've actually enjoyed online since, like, Modern Warfare 4, like, like college days. Like, it's been a while. That is good. Yeah, it seems really fun. Like I played a little bit of it. I haven't played very much. I'm just I'm just not in a super I'm not super into Call of Duty, but what I played was good. I liked it. I was surprised I still I just then immediately went back to play Warcraft. It, it, I I like I like take pictures every time I have like a really good game, like thirty seven and twelve. I'm like, Yeah, take that. <laughs> but oh. dad and I'm in my thirties, take that. <laughs> Look what I did to you, you fucking kids. Now I gotta go get my back surgeries. Hey, 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 hey! Doesn't <laughs> Do mess with my my video game skills. Well, I was gonna say, like, you remember when, when you used to play games and your back didn't hurt? Because I do think about that sometimes. Yeah, those were the good days. Yeah. Oh my God, the fact that I bought a new computer chair in the last month and I was so excited that it has a lumbar support pillow. I did too, dude. I I swear to God, I got home and I put that pillow on the chair and I was like, I don't know if I'll ever use this. Sat down, was like, I don't know that I'll ever not use did this. You like bone a little bit. <laughs> I, yeah, I definitely did. I laid back and I was just like, oh, oh, oh. I sit oh. up and it sounds like a roller coaster going up, like, crack, 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 crack. But, uh, yeah, it didn't occur to me how much damage to my body my old computer chair was doing until I got a new one. Yeah, luckily mine's been like okay. It's just kind of falling apart. It's fake leather and all that stuff's peeling off. So I, I got a, I didn't get it like a super expensive one, but if you can afford it, go always go for the expensive chair because in this COVID world where you're spending like majority of your day in a chair, so. You kind of need that. I actually use my yeah, old gaming most... chair as my office chair, but it like, Don't squeaks buy gaming too chairs. much. I bought a <laughs> AK Racer one that feels like a car seat, but in a good way. And uh, it was the <laughs> most I've ever paid for a chair, but also it's so comfortable. Nice. I bought a cheap uh, Staples chair, and it is incredibly nice. I was like shocked. It was like 200 bucks. I just like that this one has like the same like it has the handle on the side to recline the seat back. Oh, like like a recliner? Yeah, like a, it's it's literally like a car seat. You know how like if you got into a car seat and it had like bucket seats, you'd reach over and there'd be like the little handle to pull on and pull the seat back. This has that. Yeah, I've seen something like that. I really want like if I could choose an actual chair, then money wasn't an option. I think uh Logitech teamed up with Herman Miller. Oh God, yeah, dude, that chair's supposed to be insane. Yeah, but it's like fifteen hundred bucks or something. Damn, it was probably be sponsored by them. Yeah, Gary Witta got one and he was going nuts about it. Just sleep in it. I I have slept in this chair. I reclined it back so far and been watching TV, (laughs) and then all of a sudden I wake up. It's like two hours later, and I don't. I'm not in pain. You're so close to seeing the title. I know. Oh man. (laughs) 
no, I can't, I mean, I I can't, there, I can't was, do the bucket like, chairs though. Like, I don't know. It, I've never done the bucket chair before. This is the first time I had one. I was really worried I'd hate it. And the first day, I'm not going to lie, it was very, it felt very violating. Well, were you still <laughs> using that, weird. that one chair that was at your apartment? Yes, okay. that like well, yeah, that's big ass. Or, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be miles better. <laughs> so yeah, there was that chair. But then I also had, I picked up my old, old computer chair, which was this like gigantic office chair. But um, just it being years old. And owning a cat, uh, the chair was legitimately falling apart. Every time you'd stand up, there would just be pieces of the chair behind. <laughs> and then one day I was sitting on it and I like leaned back a little bit and the back decided it didn't want to hold anymore. And that was the end of that chair. And that's what finally forced me to buy a new one. <laughs> Fine. Yeah, I guess I'll get this chair. I'm sending you guys all the cool memes I've been finding for Cyberpunk. The memes. Uh, all right, you guys got anything else we got to talk about, or how you feel about all this? Uh, I think that's it. Uh, one good. note, though, it, I again highly recommend trying a streaming video game service now, but uh, keep in mind that you probably have a data cap, uh, and you will blow right through that eventually. I don't have a data cap, but I'm also irresponsible with my money. I'm very close to buying the unlimited uh, version of what I, I have. I, I did. It sucks. It's I, I get pissed every month when I pay the bill because it's fifty dollars. Just goes to them making my internet not shitty. But like, yeah, it might even be thirty more. Nice. And I was trying to balance it out. Like, this thirty dollars a month. If I just save thirty dollars, I can buy a new card. But those cards are always sold out, so it's not guaranteed. So I'm on the fence right now, and I get a free month uh, going over my my. I got like a terabyte. 1.2 or something so i can just go over this month and finish cyberpunk and hey maybe refund it if i finish it before the 21st <laughs> every time they'd be like well one terabyte's plenty for most of our people i'm just like well i'm not most of them are yeah. am i just like uh the dude from uh despicable me hey Forget his name. there we go all right so that oh. is it i think alex you good what do you got yeah i'm good Good, good, good. Letter Kenny's back on the twenty sixth. There's so, so many stuff coming out, like right at Christmas. Like we got Wonder Woman. Oh, got Letter uh, Kenny right freaking, after. Uh, Cobra Kai, the the the, Kai, the, the maiden voyage of this podcast. Yeah, the new season's coming out. Season three, bringing back the bad guy from what three, two? Was it two? What, what's yeah, the Okinawa one? Karate Kid two. Yeah. Oh yeah, we'll definitely be uh, doing a full episode just about the uh, uh, a review of season three <laughs> the, of Cobra Kai. The origins of Credit Kid. Oh man, little Bow Wow's gonna make an appearance. Can't wait. Anytime. Uh, <laughs> I guess technically he wasn't karate. It was what like kung fu. Yeah, on the uh, the remake. Yeah, that would be funny. But they didn't change the title because silly, silly Bill. Silly, silly. But yeah, it's actually quite uh, a bit look, look look forward to at the end of the year. We got one more episode of Mandalorian, then HBO is gonna release a bunch of stuff with Wonder Woman, you know, on yeah, Christmas Day. Wonder Woman, Godzilla, Kong, um Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. Yeah, that's a ton of shit. It, it's, wait, it's have gonna... you had any comic movies this year? No. It's been uh, wait. No. Because Black Widow got killed. Oh, Bloodshot, technically. Oh, I mean, yeah. How can I forget? <laughs> yeah, how can you forget the Vin Diesel tour de force of Bloodshot? The star of Arc 2. God, that 
that was the weirdest shit to see during I, I like looked away for a few minutes and I hear Vin Diesel say something. I was like, what the fuck? Every year he's doing I looked something. up and I was like I need my caveman family. <clears throat> I just looked up and I was like, what the fuck game is this? And they're like Arc Two and I was like, There I th- that is a game I have just not I have slept on. I like don't I like get it it's popular, all. but I don't understand how there's like a now an Arc Two starring Vin Diesel. There's an anime and I'm just like I yeah, that's right. thought this is a weird yeah. game that you made your caveman. Right, I see who's drunk. <laughs> yeah, talking about Takan. Yeah. <laughs> Famous fighting game, Takan, with his PS2 game that came out in 2019. We're going to make an ARC, arc movie. The best thing I've heard about the ARC thing was they just retitled it uh, Too Past, Too Furious. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, it's going to be back, everyone. And hopefully, it won't be seven months the next time we record. But nah, yeah. it'll be like a week. I'm not going to make Maybe any promises. Two. It's still 2020 right now. Wait, it is? Fuck. Yeah, we got, uh, I think, six more months left in uh, December. At least, yeah. At least. And this is month light savings time. Then we go <laughs> yeah. back yeah, two uh, months. We've, yeah, we forgot that this is the year with the uh, the extra year in it for daylight. Oh. Anywho, uh, join our group on Facebook. That thing's still active. Um, we have a, um, I don't, Alex, you were in there once, but there's like a Discord for Among Us that is just three hours later, people. And oh, it's kind of taking a life on its own. Yeah, like I, it, I, I every day that there's there's, there, there's a full game going on every day since that started. Really? Yeah, I'm hardly even going there. It's literally taking like it's its own beast. Like it's I'm live, it just goes. Yeah, it's 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 our it's i'm our not baby. even in that discord i didn't even know we had yeah that. i invited you oh, yeah, but you didn't you're like no accept. i gotta prepare for wow or whatever yeah that's true you weren't among us uh, for among nope, us nope that's you were true. acting sus <laughs> well i'm always acting sus but uh yeah there's a cool group in there uh message me i guess on facebook and i'll send you a link uh if anyone else is interested that's listening hannah you had your chance you can't come back now okay we were talking about mxc recently i don't know remember why because a guy died on Wipeout. Did they? I was talking about uh, yeah. Pours Lava. What? They did? Oh, okay. Yeah, on the, they were remaking La- Wipeout, and a guy like apparently had a heart attack after he finished some part of it. And then they played the the, the Beach Boys song? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did they make fun of him? <laughs> the, the big balls. The big balls took him out. <laughs> I imagine dying to that. And on that note, Alex, do you have the stuff ready? I know it's been a while. Dude. <laughs> I was I was like, follow oh, us. Shit. You'll find us. Don't call on me. If I'm quiet, the teacher won't call on me. <laughs> oh shit, man. Oh, it's been forever. Yeah, don't worry about it. Yeah, I Search mean, we got, later. I number like, three, you'll find us. We're everywhere. Link we are tree. So we have a website that has all of our links. I'm just gonna go off that. So yeah, link tr dot ee forward slash the number three hours later. Hours later is all spelled out. And Twitter is at number three hrs underscore later and please if we're gonna end 2020 on a great note we're at 4967 twitter followers let's make it to 5000 by the end of the year it's the least you can do the least you can do that's all we're asking <laughs> you see 5, that will cure covid it will cure covid if you guys get us to 5000 i don't want you to do your best i want you to do, do hannah's best yeah, that's really low. That's a low bar. My best is real little. Do better. All right. And be good oh, people. Oh, God. Ouch. 
<laughs> Wear a mask. Jackasses. Right. Yeah, good God, please. And don't go to stores. Order online like me. I haven't even gone to the grocery store since March. Yeah, because you're smart. I'm, you're a good well, guy. So okay, I'll take that. But I'm also lazy. Oh great! Now, but you know what? This is this from, is our time. From TikTok got COVID. Damn it! Twenty twenty. Oh no! Averages. Dog, dog food. Dog face. The guy with the cranberry juice. Oh, that guy. Yeah, yeah that he guy. was bound to get it. He was bound to get it. He's out there with that juice. Yeah, as no much man. as like, hey, I'm not, I'm not happy he got it, but also like, it's not really that surprising. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Just a matter of time. But Very few people that have gotten it have surprised me. <laughs> but... I thought Matt was what doing was something. I thought Matt was Dude. doing something. <laughs> that was me falling down a hole. Yeah, I just said bye really creepily. Yeah. Well, I hope to uh, see you, hear you guys next time. Yeah. My voice is going. <laughs> Three hours later.